Blog Talk Radio. The time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. Uh. Only hope I had was selling dope Was on my grind cause times was harder than the seller flow My mama told me never steal and never tell them folks I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke Oh, I was raised by the stop sign No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9 By the minute I was getting paid like a hotline Serving raw, things calling, we was dot com Well connected, well respected and well protected And get accepted, was rejected, now they regret it And get my message was the signal when I was texting The niggas I was calling was fraud and I learned my lesson Now I move with aggression Use my mind as a weapon chances are never given They took them like interception So throw that pass, I'll be the cornerback Me and Falar and MMG gon' bring that one back Easy to dream a dream, though it's harder to live They gon' love me for my ambition Dream a dream, though it's harder to live. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, though it's harder to live. Well wishes 
to my opposition. You niggas probably cop a plea before you cop a pistol. I got nothing against them. They got fucking potential. But every nigga who can read gotta get his issue. Subscribe niggas reside where all the lines and killers be. And I ain't spending a minute up in the streets. But I'm limitless mentally. I'm lyrically ZMC. LeBron shit. I was in the six after 23. And family gets everything. And money is less important. Long as your mama like you. Don't ever love a woman. I got a lot of bitches. They got a lot of feelings. But I got that green on my eyes. And that ain't no dirty sentence. I retire you niggas. Fuck you in your position. They play so this slippery niggas can't even kick it. Y'all ramble and talking shit to these bitches. You know you real, you don't say it. You know you real, we gon' feel it. Ralph. Fruit of a music, paint and pictures, this be my vision. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live it? They gon' love me for my ambition. Beautiful music, painted pictures, it be my vision. They gon' love me for my ambition. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at Empress Cooper Davidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.theempress.com for when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Good evening, Empire. This is yours truly, the Empress Cooper, and it is January, February, March, April, May. It is May the 26th, and yes, I have to keep counting it down because, you know, I'm trying to get my shows and everything together, and I got some shows upcoming for you. Next week and the week after, we've got a special guest that has a wonderful site on Facebook uh, called Naked Girls. She's going to be with us on next Wednesday, and we're going to talk about everything. I love when I see people who are willing to tell the truth regardless of how many people that they get to co-sign their truth with them. And after speaking with Ms. Shamika, it was wonderful to see a woman who wasn't just speaking from the surface. She's actually had some things, but not that I'm excited that she had some things happen, but it's all the time that I see uh, and most often that I see that people who have struggled a bit and pulled their bootstraps usually are able to be a little bit more potent when it comes to telling the truth, not just the, the, the truth, but the naked truth. With regard to anything, she talked about everything online, and I and she said she's willing to talk about everything with us here on the Empire. So that's coming up on next Wednesday, and then hopefully next week we're gonna have another sex talk, and baby, it's gonna get it's gonna get real. <laughs> it's gonna get extra real. Had a couple questions come into the inbox on several different feeds. They really enjoyed our conversation on this past Monday. 
about Yanni. And, you know, the men are always welcome. They listen, but I know they have some things to say. And a couple of the men and some of the women even said, let's do another show. Let's do a show where we can just ask some real questions. Now, I'm not a sex expert, so I'm just going to mediate. That's what I do. But uh, I can tell you what I do and how it works. But then you would be an empress, too. So I can't tell you all my secrets. But tonight, totally different realm of education and knowledge. I love meeting people. And one of my friends on uh, one of my social feeds introduced me to a young king who is a spoken word artist. The poetry realm is just so powerful for me because I can't understand how people find the words to say with such power that it, it can resonate with people who you don't even know. And that's exactly who we have on the line with us tonight, Mr. or King Sanjika Sakur II. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, and I, and we talked a little bit before the show, and I was kind of worried about uh, making the right uh, representation for you because I love for people to, to sell themselves, and not that we're trying to sell anything, just when I get excited about someone, I want everybody to feel that exact same way. And after reading a little bit of history about you and being introduced uh, to you by some of my friends, um, there's just so much to talk about. But I want to focus on things that are most important to you. For those of you who don't know Mr. Secure, if you could introduce yourself to the audience, if you were in a, in a regular setting, how would you introduce yourself to uh, the Empire? All right, well, um, my name is Sanyika Shakur. Um, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, uh, South Central to be exact. But um, I've been out here in Houston ever since uh, since I was about, about 10 years old, man, so I consider Houston my home as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, pretty much, man, that's, that's, that, that's me, man. <laughs> okay. Now, listen, that is not a very common name. Like, you're the first Shakur I know other than Tupac Shakur. You know, we weren't friends or anything, yeah. but that name is just very unique. Exactly. Uh, were you born with that name? Uh, yes, I was. I was actually born with the name. Uh, I was given the name for my father. Uh, but actually, uh, I, I'm actually named after him. He's Anika Shakur okay. first. Um, and, mm-hmm. and we are we are Shakurs um, as far as, you know, the the, the revolutionary bloodline of, of, of struggle uh, and being okay. that comes with the Shakurs. So, yes, ma'am, that is my given name. Okay. Does it have a, a particular meaning? Because I know I have uh, several friends who are on social media who change their names for the sake of social media, and I think it's beautiful. Uh, I, I know people probably slaughter your name, and that's probably worrisome, but uh, Shakur, you can't get wrong. Does it have a particular meaning? Yeah, well, well Shakur means to be thankful. Uh, it means oh, to be okay. thankful, so I, I, like, I like to embody that in all sense. Uh, my first name, Sonyika. It's actually Swahili, um, huh? and it, it means unifier, gatherer of his people. So mm-hmm. I try to embody, I try to embody the full, the full first and last name of my name uh, into my mm-hmm. character. Okay. Now I I will admit that I'm a little bit of a novice when it comes to a lot of history concerning African Americans, Black Americans, more Americans. Any anything other than you know what I researched myself as an adult. Now I was you know my I I, I gave myself a name about seven years ago. The Empress is not my given name, so I totally understand 
where a name can have a certain reverence and a power to it. So, secure we do understand. But uh, if you could tell me, uh, your your father was the first, and he influenced a lot of of, of your move with regard to uh, your current state of being a poet and a, a spoken word artist and the new African movement. I will say that was something that I had never heard of before. And I want to know how okay. what it is and how it's different from, you know, what may be mainstream taught to African Americans here in America. All right. Well, uh, well, well. Just to give you a little background on it, um, I was I was I was introduced to, uh, I guess, born into it from my father. Uh, he was actually he actually grew up gangbanging in L.A. and uh, like mm-hmm. really took it to the fullest extent, and actually ended up going to prison. And I'm getting with a couple of brothers that that introduced him to the new African movement, and what that mm-hmm. is is basically the difference. The difference in what's being taught, for the most part, on mainstream to the black community, and what's going on now, versus what we do, is that mm-hmm. we're, we 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 struggle. Our struggle is for land. That's our whole focus is is to have land so that we can represent ourselves fully, in in, mm-hmm. in a sense that that that, that we're taken seriously. I mean, um, mm-hmm. if, if we look about, if we look about every every nation that's here, they have a land to where they can at least go back to. It may not be here in America, may may be, uh, let's just say Scotland or Ireland or, or wherever. They have a nation to where they can call home. Except the mm-hmm. Africans are the new Africans in America. Mm-hmm. So is it safe so to I, say that you believe in reparations? You you would be for. Uh, some t- sort of land restitution for the historic enslavement of our people. Would you support that if that uh, were given yes. out? Yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm in full support of reparations. Uh, we actually uh, declared March 28th, March 28th, mm-hmm. uh, March 29th, 1968. Uh, we declared that Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Georgia, and South Carolina, those southern states, uh, it's primarily mm-hmm. where most of our people come from or were coming from in from the uh, mm-hmm. transatlantic slave trade. I'm all for reparations, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I know the danger in giving people that are ignorant to finance, finances or major finances. I know the trouble mm-hmm. that come about as well. So giving a million dollars to someone that's never had a million dollars or never been able to handle a million dollars on the financial uh, gain to keep that million dollars going could be just as wasteful as not giving it to them at all. You know, right. So. Now, now, okay. With that, and, and and my mind is all over the place now. I'm, I always take notes. I look like a fool when I'm when I'm doing the show. That's why I don't like to do television. But with regard to the state of our people, and when I say our people, I'm speaking um, of both black people and brown people. Um, okay. Is there a sep- is there a separation between that nation of people, the the new African movement, is it just exclusive for black, you know, people? Is it just exclusive um, for us? Well, 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 we, uh, well. Primarily, that that mm-hmm. I don't. I, I got love for everybody, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I got we got to focus. I, I was always taught you got to take care of home before you start taking mm-hmm. care of other everywhere else. You know, I mean, and mm-hmm. and no doubt about it, when 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 the sixties. The civil rights movement were going down. When you looked around, it was us that was getting hosed down and attacked by dogs. And when it time, when right. it came time to start giving out handouts, you seen everybody else right. that got included into the minority category. So it's no, it's no right. disrespect to nobody else, but 
I got to mm-hmm. primarily just focus on me and my people, and then hopefully we can start helping others, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, you sound so different already from the other guests that I've had on before in different other movements of, and I, I use the term religion loosely, and I don't mean church. I just mean a, 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 a record of practice, a discipline, a order of discipline when I say the word religion. And most times when there is a, a mindset that is different than mainstream, which I think you have one, a different, a different uh, outside-of-the-box type of thought processes, uh-huh. it's exclusive. Is that the only way that you feel black people are going to do well is to resegregate? Because that's kind of how it sounds when, you know, you're not being uh, rude or disrespectful, and you even began that last sentence with, I have love for everybody. I've had guests who say, I ain't talking about nobody but us, damn the rest of them. So it's different, yeah. but it's the same. Do you think that uh, uh, that, that us needing to be segregated is the only way that we can do better? Um, well, to be honest, to be honest, man, it, it may come with a lot of controversy as well, but, yeah, I, I honestly believe that uh, for the simple okay. fact that we are uh, we're, we're hard on each other, but at the same mm-hmm. time, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're the most sensitive to each other's needs as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we understand why maybe this person's doing this or this person's doing that when the, when someone mm-hmm. that didn't even come from, okay, it, it's, let's just take it from the hood. You don't mm-hmm. understand why somebody would eat a syrup sandwich. It just doesn't even sound plausible. It doesn't sound healthy. It doesn't sound like you can get full off of it. But I know 10 mm-hmm. people that probably had five syrup sandwiches in the last three days, you know, and mm-hmm. they're more sensitive mm-hmm. probably to help with that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I really do think so. I think that we should mm-hmm. be uh, pretty much just to get ourselves together. Then we can go back out and do our thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it at all. <laughs> so where where did this whole movement come from? Because I also would say, after reading just some of the history and in um, one of the books that uh, your father wrote, uh, some of people's epiphanies for a different mindset comes when all other options are removed from them. And, and in layman's terms, I have found that even people in my life and people that uh, I've gone to school with even, they're just more disciplined people once they're removed from general population. When you go to jail, you find a different mindset. Do you think that that's a necessity? Because if that is the case, if we were to release, you know, the majority of our black men from jail, that doesn't equate to them having the ability to come together because there's everybody's so different even on the inside from what I understand. Do you yeah. think that the criminal justice system even works to uh really uh change the mindset? Is that the only way that men are going and I'm talking about men because you're a man. I know women gotta do yes, ma'am. too. But yeah, I understand, I understand. What, how how does it contribute to us changing? Um being incarcerated, do you have to go to jail to get your head right? Man, it, it, and you know what's crazy? Um, it, it, it sounds, it, it, what I think, I don't think you have to go to jail, but you have to mm-hmm. be taken out of, you have to be taken out of circumstances that are blocking your visions to learn. You know, I mean, we, we when I step outside, I have my iPhone in hand, I have the radio in my hand, 
I'm able to go uh-huh. anywhere I want. I'm able to look at all type of billboards and things like that. So my, my thought process is, is constantly being pulled every which way. Now, when you go to uh-huh. jail, I've been I've been in jail before, not prison, but I've been in jail before. You're pretty uh-huh. much just focused on you. I mean, you're you're sitting in a no no bigger than ten by fourteen cell, and uh-huh. with that, you have to look in the mirror. Now, most people, uh-huh. uh, I mean, some people can't look in the mirror, so it didn't matter whether they were in jail or whether they're uh-huh. out here in the free world. You know, they some people uh-huh. can't face that self, but if you can face yourself, even uh-huh. oh, hopefully you don't have to go to prison to face yourself. Right. If you can face yourself and say, okay, this is who I am. This is how I've been living. I don't I don't want to live like that anymore. I want to change. And I've seen brothers mm-hmm. do that on the outside and never seen themselves. Mm-hmm. So what happened with you? What, is, what, what happens with you? You've had the influence. You've had a short stint of having some of your privilege uh, being taken away from you. How does that translate into uh, spoken word and making some obvious changes because I'm I'm gonna tell you I've 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 done the research and I've done the shows I know that the the amount of recidivism is higher when you go to jail and you don't have long stints of time the likelihood of you going back is higher than you never even having gone before so it's just like divorce yeah. it gets higher and higher every time. So was it a collective of all of those things happening that brought you to uh, this new uh, mindset? Uh, Not at all, actually. Uh, (laughs) The funny thing is I already had the mindset, and then I went to jail. So (laughs) it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I actually actually went to jail on some other stuff, but. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't always on what I was on, and I didn't always do poetry. I, I've been doing poetry for the last like two or three years, as far as in it, like speaking out or, or going to open mics or different forums and things like that. But what, mm-hmm. what what opened my eyes was was trying to. I was actually trying to get closer to God, and then I, I figured really? out like, well, yeah, I was actually I, I was actually trying to get closer to Jesus. You know, I was mm-hmm. I was in college. I, I was in Atlanta. I went to Clark Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. I had joined the, uh, the the Bible study group, and every Wednesday we'd meet up, Mondays and Wednesdays we'd meet up, and I was trying mm-hmm. to walk that straight line, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm I'm walk, I'm tight roping, I'm tight, I'm tight roping, I'm tight roping. Mm-hmm. Then at the same time, okay, I'm 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 picking up religion. Can I can let's see where's the history with that as well? And when I messed right, up right. the history, when I messed up my history with what I was praying to, I believe in, it just it mm-hmm. it stopped. Like the further I went back, the matching. start matching up. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, okay. I kinda... And a lot of people stop right there. What made you not stop? Because because there is a, a very big difference between what you're taught and what you can research and know for sure. What made you keep going? Because I mean, you could have easily said, you know, this this don't match. This ain't even about me. I'm going to create my own thing, because I think that's what a lot of people do. They just decide, you know, I don't get this, and this is not even worth it, and they Man, stop, I, I didn't, and they just do whatever. I didn't stop. I didn't mean to cut you off, sister, but I didn't stop. Man, I, I was actually scared. I'm praying. I'm praying to God. I'm praying. Like, man, I don't want to deny Jesus. I don't want to deny mm-hmm. the, the, the the man I've been praying to every Sunday and been feeling mm-hmm. has been what's got me here thus far. But it's something mm-hmm. else inside of me that's telling me, man, it's something else, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very big on I'm very big on my intuition and the ancestors mm-hmm. being with me. So it was like, mm-hmm. man, I'm praying, and 
maybe I'll start. I won't even do no research for a minute and just try to pray and just pray and pray and pray. But so, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was something telling me, and I couldn't fight that. You know, I, I couldn't fight it at all. Mm-hmm. And one day I was what like, you man, find- you know what? Uh-huh. Go ahead. What did you find? Because you got me on the edge of my seat, like, because I think a lot of people are in that same position. What I found was for me, Mm-hmm. What I what I found for me was that, I mean, and I don't maybe maybe it's some other research that could I don't know, but I found that we weren't always praying to Jesus, you know, and then it's mm-hmm. like all right, well man, if we did, we weren't always praying to Jesus, and then when you think back, okay, we weren't always the same people, we weren't always black people, black people, the name black people didn't exist. You had Zulus, you had the Wolofs, you had the you had the Igbos, you had the Asantes, you know, you had different mm-hmm. tribes. And those people uh-huh. have different people that they pray to, you know. So uh-huh. I, I understand. I, I, just thinking, just trying to fathom of what the ancestors went through. I understand. Uh-huh. I know how it went. You got these people over here, got you in chains, and you tell, and uh-huh. they tell you, okay, look, you pray to your God tonight to set you free, and I'm gonna pray to my God tonight to not set you free. And in the morning, we're gonna see who God is powerful. And then when you wake uh-huh. up and you're still in those chains. After a while, what you going to think? What you going to start teaching your children? Well, man, uh-huh. is they God more powerful than ours? Because uh-huh. ours ain't helping us right now, you know? And that's how uh-huh. you start slowly changing. And then your kids uh-huh. start to see you not changing. They they see you not fighting anymore, so they don't fight. Uh-huh. You're teaching them, you know what, just pray. Uh-huh. Even if you don't believe it, baby, just pray to them. Because this uh-huh. is just to keep them whips off our back. And after uh-huh. a while, people start, you know, I don't blame my people for believing they believe in. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I mean, and I, you know, I, 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 I am very open-minded. I'm probably no different than you in us having parents who wanted the best for us, who exposed yeah. to us the things that were positively exposed to them, and at a certain point, it doesn't ma- it doesn't match. It doesn't it doesn't fulfill or something. So when you match. found out that these things didn't work for you, like, did you, like, start from scratch? It's like you said, I did believe in Jesus. So you don't believe in Jesus anymore. Um, well, like, going, just even looking back into the history, I believe that, um, I believe in the teachings. You can't, you mm-hmm. cannot believe in the teachings because, I mean, if, if they, even if the man didn't exist, if mm-hmm, they said mm-hmm. that this is, because we all know what's good. We all know what's mm-hmm. right from wrong. If this man said, love your brother and don't steal from your brother, it don't matter who mm-hmm. said it to me. That's good. Mm-hmm. So I believe in that. Now, whether mm-hmm. he, quote, unquote, walked it, I, I really can't say. They don't. I mean, we have all the history of thousands of, thousands of years from us, from Africa. So mm-hmm. we could at least find some type of, you know, I could say mm-hmm. the man existed, but I can't, I can't really just say like that. <laughs> right, so I, right. I, don't know I mean, to say that. So, if you if you were teaching today, the 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 African movement, how does that coincide with political perspective? Because you know, in this world, in this United States, politics and religion are supposedly two separate things. They're two separate things that they don't like. They Man. don't intertwine, <laughs> which is a lie. Yeah. But <laughs> but what what? How do you separate the two? Um, then, with what you know. I would, I would, well, 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 what I would say is, 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 ask yourself every day who you are, who are you mm-hmm. in the sense of not just 
your name, not just the sense of where you work at, but who are you? Are you a loving person? Are are you the are you a, a person that, that that looks out for others? Are you thoughtful? Are you sincere? Are you uh, empathetic? You know, with that, and with that, uh-huh. if you just take all the characteristics of what a Christian is supposed to be, and just don't, uh-huh. and just that it can it can line up across the board with any religion, just about salvation, right? You know, right. uh, feel sorry for what you've done. You know, just feel sorry at least and say sorry or something. So with that, mm-hmm. I would say if I'm teaching today, uh, mm-hmm. politics and quote-unquote religion kind of the same thing, i say, mm-hmm. man, stay who you are every day is, how you, is who you have to be and, and know who you mm-hmm. are and be, and be that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just made me want to ask you a question, and, I, and this is a question that I, I don't ask a lot of people because they say I don't want to answer that question. But I'm going to ask, and if you don't want to answer, you don't have to answer. Do you believe in Illuminati? Do you think that that's real? Because from what I understand it to be, because I've tried to research that myself, it is that combining of this whole religious, moral, standard, expectation, group of people with a political perspective and monetary capability. So those two worlds yeah. come together. And it's, do you think that's, because see that, if in that way, explain, explaining, I think it, that is very real. But who it is, I don't know, and I, and I can't prove, so it's just like me. I can't say, I know they wrote that, you know, he walked on the water. I didn't see it, but I, I don't have to see it to believe the other parts of the Bible. Yeah. Do you think that there's this, this 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 group of people who meet and go to the Ozarks and determine who the president is. Do you think that's yeah, real too? I, I think I think I think that's real. I think that's very much real. Uh, for the simple fact, we dealing with some people that that aren't real. <laughs> so you know, uh, in that sense. But um, yeah, man, propaganda is, is is truly real. I mean, if if you just understood the 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 if you look at it like this. Uh, Doritos will spend $10 million on a 15-second commercial because the, 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 the propaganda that they're going to put at you, the advertising that they're going to give to you is, is going to bring them so much more than that $10 million, you know? So when mm-hmm. you think about just the black community alone, how much money we pour into the churches, mm-hmm. millions of dollars every weekend, and we don't even have a church plaza full of, I mean, mm-hmm. where does that money go at the end of the day, man? But I, I do think there's, mm-hmm. there's some people out there that's trying to orchestrate some stuff for sure, mm-hmm. and it's working. <laughs> so it's working. you said you said we need land, and everybody has land except for us. So if we got land, where, where do you want it? Because I, you know, I've heard oh the southern states say, but listen. Why it? Why does it have to just be the southern states? What? What? The people? The there's no black people up north that need this same teaching. I know that the concentrations may be different, but I've always had an issue, not with what you're saying, but with the idea that there's something extra wrong with us down here. When it oh, is, yeah. I I think we I think we know a little bit. We're, we're, we we may not act right uh, as quickly, but it's some northern people that have no idea of what you're talking about and won't even receive the capability of that being possible because they're northerners. So yeah. why why just concentrate here? Why 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 just the south? Well, well, primarily the south, just because that's I mean, all of our most of our roots are in the south. No, nobody came off the boat. 
and went straight to Chicago or, or Illinois. I mean, mm-hmm. and even people in Illinois, you can trace every northern state, northern and western mm-hmm. state, you can trace their mm-hmm. people back to the south. People in Detroit come down to South Carolina. People in mm-hmm. Chicago come to Georgia. People in California mm-hmm. come to Texas or Louisiana. That's where they people from. Either they Medea, mm-hmm. they great great grandmother, or somebody they don't even know. But they from they from the south for sure. And that's that's just the concentration. And the land is plentiful out here. Mm-hmm. It's all so, out here, you know. So you want to draw a line across the United States, like it just if you were able to do this, you would draw a line, and we would all be. Down here is the type of segregation you want to do, or will we even leave here? Because uh, yeah, a lot you, of people say they want to leave. If you want to, I mean, if you want to be here, but I, I, I believe in the idea of socialism. So, uh, I mean, if you came, if you came to New Africa, everybody be sitting up. We be, we everybody be straight. You wouldn't have to worry about. I mean, you don't have to. Okay, just like West Timer, for instance, you have one street where it's the projects, and right across the street, you're looking at a two hundred thousand dollar home. You don't have to worry about uh-huh. that over there. We are going to be straight. You can stay if you want to stay. You can denounce your citizenship. But some people, that's where we're going to get it in at. Do you think that's realistic, though? Because, and I'm not, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate, but at the same time, I really think that the example of how we don't do well when we're put together is evident everywhere you go. That same example of what you say. Um, one side of the street is the project, the other side of the street is the suburbs, and what happens is is people who want the change and want the difference and want the opportunity, they will, instead of trying to refurbish where they are, they will pick up and leave and go to where it is already settled because it's easier. And that means you separate yourself from the people. How do we stop that from happening? All right, for one, we got a clear house for sure. I mean, we got it's still uh, it's still house it's still house niggas in, out here, man. So we got a clean house what's, for sure. What's a house nigga? Because I think I they tell me that I might be one. What what is the house nigga? Okay, uh, it, it's the people. It's the people that's that's scared to even love their own people. It's the people that that that, that don't even believe that a black man could, could could do anything of great value more than just shooting a basketball. Rapping some lyrics or or dancing or something. Uh, it, it's the people that 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 really don't care. I mean, what what am I calling you a brother for? I ain't your brother. You ain't my brother. What what I mm-hmm. I don't know you. You know, uh, it's it's the people that don't have that genuine love for for, for okay. the next person. And uh, how do brother, you how, how you know how do you know those things? Because I think. Um, people are a little bit judgmental on who those people are. Like you, it's like you have to serve your people in order for people to feel like that you love your people. And our people well, don't even like dealing with each other for real. Like I, I've actually heard people say, before I buy something from somebody black, I'll buy it from somebody white because at least I, you know, it's like it's trust factor. Is is yeah. deeper than just basic economics because it's black people got money too. They we just naturally don't trust each other. That's the thing I'm saying. How are you going to change that? And then with that, okay. All right, now now you ask me a question. Do I think it's realistic? I think it's realistic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, with, with all my heart, think it's realistic. But I know realistically, I probably won't ever see it in my lifetime. But what I'm what I'm struggling for or what I'm fighting for. 
I probably mm-hmm. won't ever see it, you know, and that, and that's just it. But I'm content with that, mm-hmm. knowing that, okay, I at least laid down the next step, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, 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 first, the first sister, the first brother sister that fought back, getting in chains, probably never thought that we'd be out of chains one day, you know. So realistically, right. we, you got to keep that mindset going. I mean, if I don't think it, then my kids not going to think it, then their kids not going to think right. it, and we sure ain't going to be nowhere else. You know, so I got to right. keep that going, man. I, I really do think because the law of nature says everything that goes up must come down. If you're a Christian, uh-huh. the first shall be last and the last shall be first. So you tell me where we're going to end up at. Right. <laughs> right. You know? So where, where, how do we start? How how do we start? Because I personally have a perspective. You know, I'm a girl. And so I think that, and, I, and I'm a Christian girl at that. I was reared a Christian girl. I'm probably not. Uh, people wouldn't think that I'm a Christian, but with what I think of uh, as the way things should be ordered is that the man should be the, the the tone setter. And right now, there are too many men out of tone. They have no direction. They don't even want to be the heads of households. Nah. And so, yeah, nah. for me, until until men get it together, I think we're screwed. Now, what do you think is the way to start? How do we uh, how do we start this change? And with that, and with that, I'm gonna tell you like this: you can tell mm-hmm. how you can tell the state of a man for his cultures by the state of the woman. You see what I'm saying? So with that, mm-hmm. is everybody know or every real man know? Yeah, I'm paying these bills, but this wife, man, she she really running the show. I feel like, and it's, and, I, and it's not to say that it's all on sisters for brothers mm-hmm. to get it together, but mm-hmm. just the law, just 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 knowing, or just in history and time, man. When women got mm-hmm. their thing, when they on their job and, and they ain't cutting no slack, they get. I feel like they mm-hmm. giving brothers too much slack nowadays. It's too easy mm-hmm. to get the booty. It's too easy to mm-hmm. to to, to, th- to throw some money around and to get the draws. So what I'm finna mm-hmm. act like I want to be around. What I'm gonna be a man of a house for. Where a woman don't even mm-hmm. want to be the woman in my house. I ain't going to be the man mm-hmm. here. So with that, mm-hmm. if we tighten, I feel like if the sisters tighten up, the brothers will have no choice because we love the sisters, but we wouldn't have no choice but to tighten up and, and take hold. If, so if the I, when you say if the women tighten up, which means hold you to a higher standard, tell you no, is that just solely partic- particularly to um, – Sex, because that's that's kind of how you said it. Because I'm gonna tell you, that's exactly what women are doing when they refuse to let a a dad who wants to dad on the weekend see their children. That's what they're doing when they take them to court and they make them stick to the rules. But then you're damned for doing that. Um, when a woman says, "Okay, I want you to be the head of the household. I want you to, you know." be the lead, but if you won't go get a job and she goes and gets one, y'all call us bitches and we're too independent. Yeah. It's like you're damned if you do what you say we and need to do. I, and the funny thing is, it's like, okay, all right, so let's, let's look at the problem. The problem is brothers is not taking care of their job. All right, can we try, okay. to, can we try to research this? Can we research to win? Can we go to a point to where brothers was taking on their job? You know what I'm saying? Can we go all the way back to there? And then look at mm-hmm. what happened since then. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So since mm-hmm. so if we can look at the outside factors that happened since then, what is mm-hmm. what happened to the black man? Was was it finances that was taken away? Probably was. Right. 
Was it was it drugs in the community? Are are heavier drugs? Probably was. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? There's, there's different factors, man, and, and I know I know it's not it's not to throw a pity party for the brothers, but I, like mm-hmm. you would probably would never understand what it'd be like, man. It's like, man, do we mm-hmm. do we play legit? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Playing legit ain't always paying the rent, and if I take chances on not paying the rent, now I'm in jail. Mm-hmm. Now I can't afford. <laughs> now I can't do this. Now I can't. But I want to be there for my children. You know, right, 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 uh, right. Well, it's tough, yeah, though. I, I, yeah, I, so tell, tell, okay, tell us something specific because I think maybe there's something that you represent in men that can tell women what exactly we can do besides the whole booty thing. Because I know for every one woman that's going to tighten it up and 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 hold to a standard, there are ten that's going to let it ride. And it's just oh, too easy. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't miss, I didn't necessarily mean like not giving up the booty. I just mean mm-hmm. like, um, to, I guess to an extent, man. The, the crazy thing is, social media, or not social media, like entertainment has more holes on people than anything. So I guess if we could just refocus the image, maybe of mm-hmm. of, 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 of the black. I mean. The, the image of the black woman used to be Florida Evans at one time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you knew mm-hmm. you had to take care of your house if you was going to be Florida Evans' uh, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right. Are, 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 are the, I guess the image, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I guess for the, for, for the brothers, I, I, what the sisters could do is, mm-hmm. is I, I don't know, because they're on their job. <laughs> they're not really doing too, too much wrong, but. I just don't know. I don't know. Now I'm contradicting myself, but no, I think I, I think put put it, putting putting it in like layman's terms because I think that both men and women understand what needs to be done. But we're so, yeah. for lack of a better word, we're kind of sheepish. We're used to the rules being laid out until there is a leader. That's why we get so confused. I think. Until someone's in the forefront saying do A, B, C, and D, and you'll get E, we get confused, and only a handful Man. of people will go and figure it out. You know, but if yeah. we're going to affect people as a man, there's got to be a, a, a program of some sort um, that you you use, and we it's almost like we need a leader. The, the 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 very first couple of things that you said earlier was how we don't realize who we are and the power that we have just individually. Now, do you yeah. do you have the do you have the belief system that we are our own gods? Because I've heard that before. Um, I do believe that I do believe that uh, God is in me, you know, mm-hmm. and I believe in myself. I believe myself wholeheartedly. Now, mm-hmm. why not? I mean, I, I I I wouldn't tell nobody else that they're not a god. If, if they if that's how they believe, if that's how they feel, and that empowers mm-hmm. them and that, that gets them through the day and that, that betters them. What I'm gonna tell you, no core. You know what I'm saying? And then what if you truly are? What if you the person mm-hmm. that? I mean, if some people believe in somebody that once would nobody believed in. You know what I'm saying? So. Who am I to tell you, man? Who am I to tell you you're not a god? But far as me, yeah, I feel like I can do anything. Really? So, now, a person like, that can do I, anything. 
do you think you need a woman to do every, anything? Because the mindset, I think, is very common. I think the younger generation behind us, I'm, I'm, old, I'm probably older than you. I'm 42. I think that the, the, the generation behind us, like my nephew, I think he's 28 um, and one's 25, they think different. They totally think different, and they're they're very progressively thinking young black men, but they think in just their environment. They don't think about uh, anybody that's absolutely not like them. Like went to school, they were from a, um, a separated home. Um, one of the things that we used to have in our community is that we had community-type uh, mind thinking. When someone cooked even, I can remember oh, yeah. the stories of my grandmother and other people talking about how they fed the community, like, literally. They oh, yeah. helped the community. Nobody was getting, you know, sleeping in a house with no light. If somebody's lights went out, the community kind of got together to make sure that they got it done, and it wasn't like you had to run nobody down to get your money back. These oh, new kids don't think like that. They don't think like that, though. And to an They're extent, to an extent I, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, to an extent, uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe that for sure. Like To, to answer your first question, for one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a good man, no doubt about it. But I'd be an even mm-hmm. better man with a good woman with me. You know what I'm saying? And that, I believe in mm-hmm. the police. It's just something mm-hmm. about women that make you mm-hmm. better, man. And if you can't believe that, I, I really don't know. <laughs> you you missing out. you missing out, man. You really are. But uh, as far as community, oh, man, that's what I'm about. Uh, that's mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't have to really get paid. Well, I got to get paid to pay bills and eat. But And if I could just right. eat and have shelter for my life and, and serve the community, then I'm doing that mm-hmm. all day long. And that's 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 really what I want to be. I, I want to be a pillar in the community. Where does that come from? That's not. That is not a average, particularly black man, personality trait or moral standard. That is just not. It, that's not standard. Like almost exclusively, you would have to have um, the influence of maybe maybe your father's experience. And the fact that you carry his name and your drive to be something bigger and better produced you. That is not average for Laquan. No. That's not average for Xavier. No. You know, that's not no, average. How do you fix, how do you do that? Because I think that that I think that's the big start is how how do you translate it to the next generation behind you because we're not going to be here forever, you know. All right, so so I've always, like, I'm not I'm not different from nobody else for, for the most part, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think I'm better than nobody. But I think at a young age, I realized, like, all right, you, you are different and you're going to do something, you're going to do something good, man, you know. And I may not uh-huh. be known by, by millions of people, but I know I'm going to touch millions of hearts, you know. And with that, that keeps me uh-huh. going every day. So just me opening the door. For this lady, I said, "Hey, mama, you all right? You let me pick that chain. Let me pump your gas for you." I'm calling uh-huh. her mama because I see you in a mama-like setting. You know what I'm saying? I, I come from uh-huh. the village, so uh-huh. you mama. This person right here, uh-huh. that's that's, that's unk. You know, this this my brother right here, it's my sister right here. So once you start seeing uh-huh. your people as your people, you're more willing uh-huh. to help them as they were your brother, as they were your sister, or your uncle, or your mama. So that's how I see uh-huh. it, and that's that's why I say sister or brother. Uh, a lot, you know. 
I ain't trying to I ain't trying to complain. I promise you I ain't trying to complain. And most times I would have to write down and find ways to disagree, but with that particular point, I feel like we're hard we're the hardest on each other. Like I know that we, you know, don't hang each other. We didn't, you know, enslave each other. I was watching something on um on Facebook earlier where this African was like, we didn't enslave each other. That's some stuff that's been taught to us so that we'll kind of further divide each other. We we don't support and trust each other. And I know personally that with everything that I try to do, with everything that I try to uh, participate in, because I know I'm not going to be here forever, it's hardest with our own folks. And that, yeah. like, I, I don't know who can remove that except for, for us and how we can build our own trust because it's not going to be fostered by any other group of people. I, I feel like we got to change our music, and that's that's a simple plan. I, I never, I was growing up in the era where they said when they start saying that hip hop was mm-hmm. dangerous and it's it's killing. I didn't believe that man, but honestly, that stuff is, is the the main. Or what they're playing every day is killing mm-hmm. us, man. Like if you subconsciously hear. I'm killing mm-hmm. niggas. I'm finna kill niggas. I'm fresh niggas. I'm, I'm doing every single thing subconsciously. You're mm-hmm. taking that in, whether you like the song or not. You know, mm-hmm. I don't trust nobody. Trust, trust no friend. We the only people that don't that talk about not trusting nobody in every single song we hear. So when we look at a stranger, we ain't trust. Like you don't. Know, I, mm-hmm. I know it because I've been there before too. We don't look mm-hmm. at white people and start clenching our, our, our monies or our pockets. We only do that when we see each other, and they do that when they see when we see us. So, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Everybody's all caught up on us being scary, and then we scared of our own self. Like that, that's, uh-huh. And it's the music, man. I'm telling you, that hip hop crazy. Uh-huh. Hey, right? Oh, this now contemporary you, that, pop they playing. You 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 on to something there because I promise you, either my mind is weak or I just believe what you say about the power of music. It is a uniter and it can be a divider. I literally use music to set me up for whatever I'm about to do. If I'm getting ready to go out, I have to have a certain oh, type yeah. of music. If I'm getting ready to go and speak, I have to have a certain type of music. The same truth is so, I think, with our generation. So these kids, they know these songs when before they can really even curse their names. Like the little bitty babies, they know this music and it's like what they don't even know what they're saying they don't know what they're saying but they're saying it and reciting it enough and it's powerful so the the spoken word is what you do and when we take this little quick commercial break i'm going to ask you to please share with us something and um hopefully uh you can explain to me why i don't have this gift because i I don't have it (laughs) i want it really all right all right Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks 
and the Empire Listen. Now we have Shanika Shakur, the second online, and I'm hoping that you're prepared to, to bedazzle us with something uh, that you've written. Now, first of all, tell me um, why not rap? Why didn't you do like the average, you know, black guy? Well, and, and I go can. and cut a record, make some CDs. Uh, well, growing growing up in Houston, you learn how to freestyle, so I could drop a mm-hmm. CD, but that ain't nothing. But but uh, poetry, man, I I, I I I read I read a lot, you know. So, uh, and, mm-hmm. and I've always I've I've always liked that rhythmic oration. Mm-hmm. I've always I've always liked that rhythmic oration. So, poetry is right mm-hmm. on my ass. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing to um? Read or rap or rhyme about uh, the black people. <laughs> the smooth kid. Yeah, just yeah. us. I, I like to rap about us because we encompass so much. So uh, it's like I, I got a piece that I'm writing about right now. It's about it's about locks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna uh-huh. go into the whole history of it, the science behind it, the, uh-huh. the fashions about it, the, the, everything. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, looking at your picture, I do have to ask this because that's a big thing right now in our community is the natural hair movement. I myself have been natural for about six years now, six or seven years now, and it was totally by accident. I was not trying to be natural for real. But mm-hmm. what the the whole idea of black men embracing the natural, unpermed, no makeup, no fingernails, no um, extensions, no eyelashes, woman. Like, is that the truth of what you want, or is that just trying to find, is that just black men trying to find their black women? Because if you look at what they respond to, it's not that. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I'm not really out there to, to put on for a whole bunch of women, but I, mm-hmm. I, I grew my hair in, I grew my hair in, in in the sense of, uh, in a philosophical sense, far as us being locked up here in America, that's that's my mindset. Us being locked uh-huh. inside the nation of the belly of the beast, uh-huh. and uh-huh. and just the science, the science of uh, how the lock has grown. Uh, so I, I understood with that, the way it's grown, I'll be able to flourish with my thoughts, with my hair, with 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 basically anything. I mean, the the, the lock is set up like your DNA. And your DNA mm-hmm. is set up just just like the the universe, how we rotate in the universe in like a spiral mm-hmm. way in time, you know. So uh, that's 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 the reason behind Cloud Room right here. So so you're okay? Would you? Are uh, first of all, this this you have to ask this. Are you married? Are you single? No, no I'm we, single. I'm single right now. Okay. So do you particularly like choose like these natural women because I. I don't have. I I think that you should always choose whatever you actually are truly uh, attracted to. And like most natural men, um, are men who wear like locks and all. They are attracted to women who are natural. Is that what your choice would be, or do you move on something spiritual today? Um, first of all, I just love women. Here, I love women. Love women. <laughs> I love. Thing. I love. I love sisters with locks. I love sisters with natural hair. Now, I used, mm-hmm. like, when I was coming into myself, uh, I felt like I was coming to myself, I used to mm-hmm. didn't like sisters at all with weave, you know what I'm saying? But I, I come to figure mm-hmm. out, man, everybody don't wake up today. Everybody ain't going to wake mm-hmm. up tomorrow, you know? And, and you mm-hmm. don't blame nobody. Or, or not even wake up. 
per se, like you sleep. Because I don't even want people to think like that. Because it's for sisters that know what's going on and still choose to rock they rock the weed. But if you have uh-huh. a sense of pride with your natural hair, I'm cool with it. Rock your weed. But if you don't have no pride of yourself or you feel like you ugly down or you uh-huh. don't look at me today, my hair not in, then that's what I got a uh-huh. problem with. And sister, we gonna we gotta talk about that. Let's let's sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're not um, so, yeah. yeah. Well, now you don't think. Now, are you saying because, believe it or not, like some people think that every. I personally think that like ugly is the inside state of being, and honestly, mm-hmm. if you act pretty, I mean, if you teach yourself how to be pretty on the inside, it literally will change the way that you look. I, I swear to God. It honestly would change the way that you look. Women who are nasty on the inside, it changes the way that they're perceived, even though that their physical self doesn't change. Now, do you think that that's real? Yeah, I think it's real, man. I know I know some sisters that, that I probably wouldn't think attractive, like, on, I don't know. Some sisters I'm probably not attracted to, but the way you carry it, girl, ooh-wee, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But then you got some yeah, yeah. sisters that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that that's they they pretty, you know, but and all that attitude, girl. I tell you, I'm like you ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I'm not I'm not with it. I'm I'm real big on being a, a good person, man. It don't matter what you look like, and sure. everybody keeps to somebody. So mm-hmm. nobody ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't nobody ugly. Out there. <laughs> well, what you got? But what you gonna recite for us? All right, I got this piece called uh, "The Miseducation of the Negro." I, I wrote this uh, in after I read the book in college. Uh, mm-hmm. By Carter G. Winston, everybody should should read it. It's, it's actually, it actually the book was written like in the sixties or seventies or something like that, and it still pertains mm-hmm. to everything today. So, the Miseducation mm-hmm. of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. Okay. Goes, um, Brothers and sisters, we got to start valuing education in our life. And I ain't talking about that Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in fourteen ninety two. Nah, 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 nah. I'm talking about the education of who we are, the education of you. Now, times that by two. Because when they told you you were an African-American, you slowly realized you had to start learning to live the lives of two. And if you can't quite understand what I'm saying, let me see if I can pull out my canvas and paint these pictures of words for you. Salutations, my fellow American. Can I ask you a question? Don't you like a good old American pie and a Clint Eastwood Western? For the land of the free and the home of the brave. Home of the brave. Last time I checked, when that song came out, my people were still enslaved. So is it safe to say that we have been duped into believing that we are U.S. citizens? I mean, the 14th Amendment gave us rights. But what's rights compared to privileges? Blocks compared to villages. And it ain't no coincidence that we're the number ones in material consumption, but we ain't the number ones in businesses. You see, sheep with no shepherds is a situation that we're dealing with. We put our trust in our leaders, but in the back rooms, not knowing who they're dealing with. The same ones that put the drugs in our community, the same ones that they're chilling with. Al Sharpton only come around when we're vigilant, dissipating energy, acting all innocent, knowing that the ignorant would rather be belligerent. R.I.P. to Sandra Bland, painted on the tenements. Now let that marinate. Thank you. Nah. That, is that it? Yeah, that's it right there. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yeah, I read that book and it was like, oh, breathtaking. It was like they knew this way back then and we still, we're still and we here. we still on it. Yeah, we we yeah, still yeah, here. Who do you think is yeah. easier to get to through your spoken word, the men or the women? The sisters all day long because they get it. The brothers, they like it and they can dig it. But the sisters, mm-hmm. they, they, they embrace it. They manifest it. They just mm-hmm. on point. I ain't lying. If I was to ever, mm-hmm. if I was to ever call anyone, any person God, it's gonna be a black woman, mm-hmm. and that's for sure. Wow! Now I've heard people who uh, believe that God is feminine. Uh, uh, the yeah. energy of, of of God is feminine because it, it was procreative. Uh, but um, I, I I think differently than that, only because of the way that things are ordered and the way the world works. Um, and because, you know, my background is medicine, men always give credit to the woman for procreation, but truly life doesn't start until his seed fertilizes that egg. Like the life form doesn't even take on its energy until the sperm hits the egg because the egg is there forever. And the egg actually ages. But the sperm never does. Like y'all, y'all make sperm in the grave. Once we release all, yeah. Once we release all of our eggs, we're done. But a man is is to me, and and I wish women would think of them like that more than just from the bottom down. They don't think of men in their rightful place, and I think the the same is true for men. They don't think of women for their partnership and empowerment. Like you said it earlier, a man can do so much more. With yeah. a woman by his side, who's who's on that yeah. path now? Who's on the yeah. path with them? Yeah, so I, I want to know how. I want to know um um when when you're going to be performing again. How people can get in contact with you so that we can get more of of your education. Okay, uh, they can follow me. Uh, they can they can follow my fan page at s a n t u. That's Santu, S-A-N-T-U, uh, for upcoming shows and events. Um, I'm actually in a slam contest, a, slam, a poetry slam contest uh, next month for June 10th in um, Texas City oh, wow. uh, with, with, you know, with my comrade uh, Yolan, Profile Soul Poetry. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll be doing that. And then also um, I'm working on a project. My first project is called The Unorthodox Introduction. Uh, that'll be dropping mm-hmm. pretty soon, so be on the lookout. That, that actually, the Miseducation of the Negro will be on there uh, as one okay. of the featured tracks. Probably, yeah, probably about ten, probably about probably about ten poems, a couple of skits. Oh wow! I'm trying to make it a classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that um, spoken word being added to? Um, do you think that spoken word being added to like something visual? Because to me, the whole presentation adds to spoken word. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't a, a, a listener of poetry up until maybe two or three years ago when I when I went to one, and I was like, it took my breath away. I, I had no idea that it could be that powerful. Even knowing and you know working in radio, I know that the spoken word can, but it's this unseen um, power that goes along with persona. But, like, even when you don't know somebody, it's like you can almost 
uh, understand who that whole person is by just one particular piece. What, what's the piece that you think that most people recognize uh, you from? Um, they probably recognize me from this piece called uh, a piece. I have a piece called the piece of the pie, control of the Hello? kitchen. Yeah, and that, and that, and, and that I one don't right know there, where man. You <laughs> huh? Well, he may be have he may have been lost. Quick commercial break. No, no, I'm, I'm just talking to the air. You know I can do it, but I I don't like to do it. Be right back. Everything begins with an honest open conversation. The empire is exactly that place and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 central. 